don't need the clicking in my ear, but that's another here or there. Like I said, this is the Hoodwood post selection show. I've already said that I'm picking Maryland over West Virginia and that the number one seeds, Alabama and Purdue, will make short work of their 16 seeds that are that they're facing in the first round in uh, Columbus for Purdue and uh, Alabama and Birmingham for Alabama, respectively. That being said, I am right now looking at the South region. We'll start with the South region. Again, I said Alabama should make short work of whoever they face in that round of the first round. And I'm uh, just going to be, I'm just going to say Southeast Missouri State. I'll pick them to win. Okay. And then in the East region where Purdue awaits to Texas Southern Fairleigh Dickinson winner, I will pick uh, Texas Southern to win that game to only to lose to Purdue on St. Patty's Day in, I think that game's in Columbus. Yeah, that game's in Columbus as well. So, moving along, moving right along, like I said, we're going to go back to the bracket. The 5-12 game, that's San Diego State against Charleston. Now, that is an upset just waiting to happen. The 5-12 games are trap games. I've always said that. I mean, my even my beloved Bearcats, the, I was suspicious in 2013. Oh, they got a five seed. Oh, wow. They got a five seed. Good God. Who do they play? Harvard. Who do they lose to? Harvard. So 5-12 matchups are notorious for their upsets. I don't think this is going to be a... Uh, 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 a change here, even though I do like Brian Dutcher, I think he's a he's a hell of a coach. Me being born in San Diego, I have a little bit of a soft spot for saying for the Aztecs, but a West Coast team coming all the way across country to face an, an East Coast team that's going to be an upset that that Charleston's going to going to knock off San Diego State, move on. Uh, the 413 game uh, is Virginia Furman. That game, I believe, is in that game's in Orlando as well. So that's going to be the first game of the day in Orlando. 1240 tip off in uh, at the Amway Center where the Orlando Magic play at. I think Virginia should move on against the Paladins. The three, the 611 game, that's a four o'clock game. Creighton versus NC State. That game in uh, Denver. That's also in the the South Region. But the game they have the, the different the different cities have different regions, which is weird because it's like you can have a team like like this is a six eleven game, which is in Denver, but that's in the it's in the South Region. But then you have, uh, let me see if I can find one here. No, Xavier and Kennesaw State, that's not out west. No, that's in Greensboro. Um, let me see if I can find one. Can give give another example of a game that's out west? Kentucky and, no, that's in Greensboro too. Talk on it. 
was based with yawn. Usually I don't yawn during my during my show. My show's not that boring. <laughs> oh, jeez. And looking at all these different cities of who's playing where. And it's like, uh, oh, yeah, by the way. Okay, you have the game. There's uh, one game in... There's a West Region game, but that's in West Region game, which is in Albany. But then there's a South Region game that's in Denver. But then there's other South Region games. Um, no, I don't think that one. No, that's in Columbus has. I know Columbus has two or three different regions. Um, playing through their city in Columbus. Nationwide Re is going to have all day on the 16th and 18th, I believe it is. So, but anyway, let's get back to the to the picks. I, I've gone on a two month long of a tangent here. Um, Baylor versus Cal Santa Barbara. Baylor is going to is an extremely tough team out of the Big Twelve. I don't think they should have any real problem. The 7-10 game in that region is going to be fascinating. Missouri and Utah State. Um, I think Missouri was was seated way too low to be have gotten to the SEC final. I beg your pardon, they got SEC semis. Um, I think they got seated too low. Utah State is a sleeper out the Big West. Um, no, I beg your pardon, Utah State's not the whack. Utah State's out of the. <laughs> I think Utah State's out of the. I think believe Utah State's out of the whack, but I'm not sure. I mean, you're trying to quote names and states out of the out of the uh, out of the uh, off the top of your head. Utah State is. They're the uh, Mountain West. Ha ha, MWC. I was wrong all the way around. I was thinking the, first. I was thinking the Big West, and I was thinking the the the, the whack. No, it's the it's the Mountain West. Anyway, let me jump back in here to the lower part of that. Now, don't think Arizona won't have a hard time with Princeton. There's always something about the Tigers that are always just a headache for every team. They'll 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 Arizona will move on. But I think that they're. Um, I, I I think that Arizona will have a hard time with the Tigers. Now rolling down that bracket, of course, we already talked about Purdue. We think that they're going to move on without any real trouble. Memphis and Florida Atlantic is an absolute mind scrambler of a game. Memphis, the American champions, that they handily dispatched. Houston, even though it was 75-65, the game was not that close. Houston just, after losing Sasser, they pretty much were discombobulated. And I still think that my Bearcats should have beat them. But again, neither here nor there. Uh, 5-12 game, Duke Oral Roberts. Duke shouldn't have any real problems until they get into probably the Sweet 16. Oral Roberts, while good, solid team. Not gonna be the, the the real a real trouble for Duke. Tennessee, Louisiana is a team I almost guarantee is gonna be an upset. 
The Volunteers are the most inconsistently, consistently inconsistent team in the country. And facing the Raging Cajuns, that's an upset alert. Move down the bracket, the 6-11 game, UK versus Providence. Do not sleep on an Ed Cooley coach team. I'm telling you now, you heard it live from me. Do not sleep on this Providence team. I have the feeling that UK with their inconsistencies, the way they play good one minute and bad the next, they're going to come out flat. And Providence is going to beat them. And I'm not saying that because I don't like Kentucky. No, it is not I don't like Kentucky. I can't stand Kentucky. I can't stand Calipari. Yes, Kentucky's a blue blood. Yes, Kentucky has a pedigree. But Kentucky plays selfish. They played selfish all year. And I think a team-oriented squad like the Friars are just the type of team that will give Kentucky trouble. I think Providence wins here. Kansas State, Montana State. I think Kansas State's seat a little too high. But I think they're good enough to get this win here. Why did... And you want to talk about somebody... There's always a team that gets in the tournament just because... Oh, you can't have a team. You can't have a tournament without. They're always gonna say you can't have a team a tournament without Kentucky or Michigan State or North Carolina. North Carolina didn't make the tournament. They didn't make any tournament. They weren't invited. They didn't get the NCAA tournament. They turned down the invite to NIT. Bye. UK dawdled enough. They went on a bit of a run, and they got the invite. They got it at large. Michigan State. Has no business being in this tournament. Even as a 7th seed. But they're in the tournament. And they're playing USC. Another just consistently inconsistent team. Who wins? Flip a coin. I'll give it to Michigan State. Only because you know the referees are going to love Izzo. And they're not going to give Andy Anfield any kind of breaks here. Bottom of the bracket is Marquette and Vermont. I wish Vermont had somebody else. Cause I love the Catamounts. Catamounts are always a plucky team. They're always there. But Marquette, coached by Shaka, are just way, way too strong. That's a team that could make a lot of noise and get could, get, could win three or four games down the st- down the stretch and make a deep run at the tournament. I think Marquette does really good here. The sun. Let's go on the other side of the bracket, shall we? Midwest, number one team. They're not the number one over team overall. Number one team overall was Alabama, the first team we talked about. Houston playing Northern Kentucky. I love the Norse. They're a tough team out of the horizon. They're a lovable team. They're a scrappy team. They have zero chance in Birmingham against Houston. I'm sorry. Even with... With uh, 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 Sasser down, uh, I should say his his status being unknown, Houston is just way, 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 way too fast, too strong, too powerful on the boards. They are so aggressive on the boards. I can't stand Kelvin Sampson. I think he's a reprobate. I think he's fake. But that team as a whole, as a collective, is just dangerous. They are too nice. And a team like that, that is properly motivated, 
I don't care if they lost to Memphis. I think that they are just like, you know what? Let's just rest up everybody for the tournament and get get cracking. The real games for them start on Thursday. And that's what it is. I think they, they beat Northern Kentucky without even really thinking about it. Uh, eight nine game in this region, Iowa and Auburn. That is going to be an absolute fascinating game. The Hawkeyes can run. The Hawkeyes score points. The Hawkeyes play a really, really crisp up tempo game. Auburn wants to grind. Auburn is your 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 boiler pot uh, SEC team. They grind. They're going and whatever team can impose their will, the team is gonna win. My pick here is Iowa. I think they get they can knock Auburn off. That now an Iowa Houston game in the second round, that'll be an interesting game to watch. That will be a very interesting game to watch. I would like to watch that. Uh 5-12 game in that region. Miami and Drake. Miami under Jim Laranega. Always a good solid squad. I think they should have enough on the point on the ball to knock off the uh, Missouri Valley champs and move on. Indiana and Kent State, I, I, I can't put my finger on Indiana. Indiana plays good enough to win big games, but they also play a little skittish. And playing skittish is not really good when you're dealing with a team like Kent State, a MAC team that's won 28 games. This could be an upset. I don't think it will be, but it could be. I think Indiana moves on. Iowa State is in the 6-11 squad spot. Iowa State is in the 6-11 slot. And they are slated to play, I believe it's the West. That's the Midwest reason. So they will play the winner of the Mississippi State Pitt game. Now I think Pitt can win. I think Pitt can beat Mississippi State. They get to the next that next round playing Iowa State. I think they're greedy and gutty enough to knock off Iowa State as well. Interesting game. I believe that game is in. That game's in Greensboro. So I can't I can't say like any any real distinct advantage here though. Pitt is used to being in the ACC country, so that's an ACC-type venue. Um, next, you have Xavier versus Kennesaw State. Uh, Kennesaw State, who got a fat dap from me a couple of weeks ago from going from a one-win team four years ago to making the NCAA tournament. Xavier's a tough squad, even though they did get eviscerated. Woo! They got eviscerated by Marquette in the uh, Big East Tournament Final. But they are a tough squad, very efficient. Sean Miller, in his return to Xavier, he coached there for a while, left for Arizona, came back after getting in trouble in Arizona. Oh, we won't talk about that. But Xavier's got a good squad. I think they should be able to knock off Kennesaw State. And I think they'll face Pitt. Now, that'll be an interesting game. Pitt, how are you having two wins under its belt, facing its... Uh, facing a coach that was an alumni, an alumni of Pittsburgh, Pit, uh, Sean Miller being a Pittsburgh guy. Uh, 7-10 game was Texas A&M versus Penn State. Texas A&M should not be this low. Texas A&M is not a 7 seed. And Penn State, I think 
they, somebody was praying for them fools because I don't think that they were good enough to get in the tournament. But they're getting here as a 10 seed. But I do think Texas A&M should knock them off easily. The 215 game is uh, Texas Colgate. Now, that game isn't so much the big one. I think Texas handles Colgate without real problem. Then they play Texas A&M, a team that they will be facing on the regular in a couple of years. They will then be conference foes. Right now, Big uh, Texas is in the Big 12. Texas A&M is SEC. But these teams used to be in the same conference. That's going to be a very, very, very nasty game because these two teams don't like one another. The game being played in Des Moines. Texas and Texas A&M playing in Iowa. Interesting game. Let's move out to the West region, shall we? The, Of course, Kansas, you know, Bill Self, not being able to coach Jayhawks the last couple of games, having to, having been hospitalized, but he should be back in time enough to face Howard. You know, Howard, you got to love them. They've been in the, in the first uh, NCAA tournament appearance since uh, 1992, but they will be quick cannon fighter for Kansas. 8-9 game. Now, this is a good game. Arkansas and Illinois. Now, both of these teams, middle of the pack of their conferences. This game will be close for both teams. Being in Des Moines. Close enough for Arkansas. Close enough for Illinois. This is going to be an interesting squad. or Interesting matchup. Now, the 5-12 game you're going to talk about another 12 team, a 12 seeded team that could be dangerous is VCU taking on St. Mary. St. Mary's runner up in the in the uh, in the WCC. That's a good team, but that's ripe for a knock. They're ripe for an upset. I think VCU might be able to catch them. Now your 4-13 game. Oh boy, two coaches that I can't. Stand. Dan are playing each other. Well, they're not playing each other. They're coaching against one other. UConn, coached by Danny Hurley, the eminable crying and whining Danny Hurley, facing the uh, champions, the Mac, not the Mac, the Mac, M A A C, mid mid uh, mid Atlantic Metro Atlantic Athletic Conference. The winner of the, that school, the winner of that that conference. The Iona Gales, their coach, Rick Pitino, whom I'm almost guaranteed the minute that, that, that Iona loses to UConn, and they will lose to UConn, you will see in the next few days the new head coach for the St. John Red Storm, Rick Pitino. He can't help himself. He cannot help himself. He'll be in St. John's before the end of the month. Book it. UConn beat, beats beats uh, Iona, by the way, and I think they beat whoever comes out of the St. Mary VCU game, which I think is going to be VCU. Then you're going to start hearing talk about is 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 Danny Hurley the next great coach made in the in the, in the, the 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 mold of that other criminal Jim Calhoun? I can't stand UConn; haven't been able to stand him for a long time. Anyway, the uh, uh, the six seed TCU will take on the win of the Arizona State Nevada game. Now that's another fascinating game. I think Arizona State can beat Nevada. I think they can beat TCU. 
Oh, no. Who's the coach of Arizona State? Danny Hurley. Oh, boy. The 314 game is Gonzaga versus Grand Canyon. Now, I didn't even know Grand Canyon had a basketball team to just a few couple years ago. And now they're in the NCAA tournament. Drove past Grand Canyon University a couple times when I was out in Arizona last year. Again, neither here nor there, but I just think it's kind of funny. Gonzaga should win without any problem. I don't think Gonzaga is going to really be challenged until they get to the uh, uh, the uh, Sweet 16, where they should. Now, we'll get to that here. I think they should face UCLA. Northwestern State, Northwestern, not Northwestern State, Northwestern, school outside of Chicago, plays Boise State. I think they should be able to get the win there. UCLA won't have a real tough game until they get against Gonzaga. And I think Gonzaga knocks Mick Cronin's guys off. Hate saying that because I like seeing uh, I like seeing Cronin do good at UCLA. And there you have it. The first round, first and second rounds, kind of, of the NCAA tournament. These two teams, there are there are 68 teams in the field. Realistically, I can only see there's only about maybe six or seven teams that have a realistic chance of getting to Houston and winning it. One of them being Houston, but I also think you're going to put in the teams that I think have the best chance of getting to Houston. I think Houston, UCLA, Gonzaga, which UCLA and Gonzaga are going to have to play one another, so that's going to, something's got to give there. Kansas, I think Kansas still has enough chops to get through a fairly weak western uh, western uh, region. Um, I think the East is Purdue's to lose, though Purdue has never been to a, never been to a. Uh, um, I think they've been to one Final Four. I think Joe Barry Carroll and them did one back in the late seventies, early eighties, I believe. But. Um, the South really doesn't have any real tough teams in it other than Alabama. I think it's theirs to lose. Houston shouldn't have a problem until they get to probably crossing Texas. And Texas has been playing lights out pretty much the last six weeks. And there you have it. I think I've given you about 25, 30 minutes of craziness on my, uh, on my podcast, um, normally I do this on on uh, YouTube once a week. I uh, riff on all things sports here and there. Um, I'm going to reserve the fat dap and head slap and everything to the next show because I do have a little extra to say about that umpire that just blew that call. But we'll talk about that next week. We'll talk about a few other things. Um, but like I said, Sports from the Hoodwood is on YouTube. Usually every week, it's on many great podcast perform podcast performers. Lord, I cannot talk tonight. Many fine podcast platforms and providers. If Hoodwood isn't on your favorite, ask for it. I will try to get it on there as quickly as possible. But I am also, in addition to YouTube, I'm on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, um, Spotify. You name it, I'm probably there. And if I'm not, ask for it. I'll try to get it on there as well. So, 
We will, or I should say, I will talk to you as soon as possible. Hopefully, I'll be feeling a lot better. Well, I feel fine now. It's just getting over COVID is just a pain in the butt. But again, I appreciate the uh, well wishes and the uh, and the uh, readings and salutations sent for me to get better. So, until next time, fellow sports fans, I'm KJ Green. 30. And transmission. I get the right one. <laughs> I'm out of here, folks. Take care. Sports from the Hoodwood is a Black Bandit Productions and Enterprises presentation of a 551 Audio and Films production.